Hello everyone and welcome back to the Manifesting Gaia podcast. My name is Gaia and I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Manifesting Gaia podcast, your source for all things spiritual and all things debunking so you can live your most optimal life. If you're listening to the show on any any podcasting platform that allows you to rate the show, please give the show five stars and follow and subscribe to the show if possible. And all of my social medias, my Twitter and my TikTok are at Manifesting Gaia and my YouTube is at Manifested Finesse. So, like all of my podcast episodes, this one was a random intuitive download. I always film my episodes on Sundays, and all week I was like, because I always get the topic idea, or I always finish the notes the day before or the morning of I want to film. So, all week I was like, oh my god, like, what's this week's topic going to be about? And I have so many episode ideas, but the notes aren't really finished. And they just don't feel right to record right now. So Sunday morning, and I'm not recording this on a Sunday because I was out of town. But Sunday morning, I was like, oh my god, I want to make an episode about this. And I was inspired by Kim Velez, who is a manifestation coach, because I was watching her videos. And I was actually watching, she made a video on ignoring your 3D. But that's when the download came in, so I decided to run with it. So today we're talking about how you deserve better you deserve better out of life and i'm not even talking about this from a manifestation point of view although if you know how to manifest consciously this is more than true if you don't know anything about manifesting and you're interested i'm going to make a youtube video about this topic as it pertains to manifestation um but i have a ton of videos on how to manifest self-concept how to affirm your life and so much more and so much more to come but all right So let's take this from a manifestation point of view for a minute. And first of all, it is more more than possible to manifest the exact life you want, even without believing you can have it. You can have anything you want. I know it's easier said than done. Well, actually, it's really easy to manifest. It's not hard at all. But I know a lot of people have programming going on that tells people, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. There's no way I can get this um but who knows maybe i can break through the fourth wall so even if you don't think you can decide that you can and i know it sounds confusing but stick with me just act brand new act cocky like i know it's not natural for everyone but i don't care you deserve more than the bare minimum especially when you are in control you are giving it to yourself i like uh, it's i've i'm just naturally it is so easy for me to get into a state of just uh, i deserve it like being delusional is 100 percent okay every time i watch youtube and like watch a spiritual video there's just one ad that always comes up and basically the guy says because the world didn't accept you you created a fake version of yourself and you know for your family and your friends and society and that version of yourself is still getting rejected even though you curated it to fit into what you thought people would accept you well yeah would accept and 
the point I'm trying to make is, like, it doesn't matter if you give the world, you know, the quiet girl or boy or whoever who doesn't get involved in any drama or the loud girl that stands up for herself and doesn't take crap. Like, people are gonna not like you because people don't like themselves. So, my point is, act like you own the place. <laughs> like, people are like, oh, that's arrogant. That's I don't care. Like, if, if I'm not gonna be liked, if I'm not gonna be liked because I'm... I don't know because nice people you know get walked over on or whatever and rude people are seen as that i'm going to act like i own the place because this is my world and this is my life it's never you versus a specific person it's never you versus money it's never you versus your crappy circumstances it is always you versus you there is no such thing as somebody's in my way the circumstances in my way you're in your way a change of attitude can equal a change of life but in a general life sense you deserve the best when we know our worth nothing stands in the way of that not society not our financial situations not opinions of our family and friends not people you used to associate with because we are not associating people with we are not associating with people that we don't even like i always let people around me whether consciously or not dictate how it acted you know doing things i didn't actually want to do going places i didn't actually want to go and i'm talking specifically about my biological family for those with good familial relationships congratulations but don't project that onto other people that is one thing i can't stand to see i saw a tiktok about how um a girl was kind of like me fighting the urge to not yell at my mom when she asked me the most basic questions and like there were so many comments where it was like i guess people with like dead moms or like i don't know people who have a good relationship with their mom i don't even know like they didn't even i i could just tell his projection they were like don't say that you're gonna miss her when she's gone you're gonna regret not be it's like okay but she's still here like i don't like even if I spent every waking second with my mom, even if, like, you know, we did everything together, we stopped it. I'm still, like, you're just naturally going to have regrets. Oh, like, I could have, like, stayed on the phone for an extra five minutes, like, the last time. Yeah, like, you're just always going to have regrets. So, like, I just hate seeing people, like, say stuff like that because it's, like, we're not the same. Like, uh, I don't really give a damn because I'm not in. Why would I be like, oh my god, like, you're gonna die one day, like, I should, like, to me, that's just a toxic way of living and, like, seeing people, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, oh, like, this could be our last time saying hello or goodbye, or so I'm gonna be really present, but when you're kind of just, like, don't feel these feelings because they're gonna die eventually, it's like, uh, no, I'm entitled to my emotions, but anyways, my point was, Nobody knows your path but you. At the end of the day, they don't have control. I don't care if they're providing for you financially or physically. There is always options. Um, but most of them, if you come from a toxic household, which is really sad, it's kind of like, if you don't do what we want, you're on your own. You think you can make it in this world by yourself, don't ask for help. And I'm going to make an episode about um, mother and father wounds and maybe one on toxic family and households. But I'm about to curse, sorry for like this whole segment, but it's fucking disgusting. Absolutely vile and absolutely repulsive. Literally 
who do you think you are? I will forever resent parents. And yes, this is me 100% projecting. But parents who refuse to get therapy because it's weird. But the fact that you could have a child and just project the treatment you received onto them and keep them trapped in a life you set up so that they couldn't get out without doing what you want. And then when they find a way out, it's like, I've been blindsided. How did they do this? I never thought this would happen. Well, they're not going to make it and I'm not helping them. So instead of helping them, I'm going to make their life harder than it already is for them by cutting connections. So it's like, to me, it's like, um, I, forgot, I just lost my train of thought. What was I about to say? I was about to talk about <laughs> yeah, my family with that. Um, but anyways, it'll probably come back to me. But the thing about me is I'm the type to like, okay, so I just basically explained my family dynamic, if you couldn't tell. Okay, wait, before I get into that, I remember what I was just about to say. So my parents, and I know a lot <laughs> of parents from Gen X always like use this, um, especially like immigrant parents but use this um, excuse of, oh, well, when I was a kid, it was worse for me, or this is just how my mom raised me. You know, like, when I when you get to the age where you, like, have been traumatized and you kind of express it to your parents and they're kind of like, yeah, well, when I was younger, it was worse, or this wasn't abuse when I was growing up, or my mom did this to me. It's like, bro, like, <laughs> you reach an age, especially when you're in your 40s and 50s, where blaming your parents for or blaming how you grew up as an excuse to be a shitty parent um just isn't acceptable um i mean i'm not even half or more than half of my parents age and like three times younger about um and i don't like <laughs> if you think i'm raising my kid the way i was raised like you got another thing coming like that's just not an excuse that is not an excuse that is not an excuse i refuse i don't believe in victim victim mentality victim. like there's nothing you can tell me to justify your terrible parenting skills your parent your i your beliefs your morality for not beyond parenting too just as a person like especially when you blame it on like your childhood like yes i understand there's certain things that haven't like in childhood like i do too like i go to therapy so obviously i have to be like oh like this is because like my mom and my father did this but it's also like i don't i'm not a, i'm not a rude person i don't go around like cursing people out and it's like well my parents always said i was stupid always said this so i'm gonna do with other people it's like you're just you like once you hit a certain age that excuse is expired but Anyways, the thing about me is that I'm the type of person um, that, I mean, I know millions of adolescents and teenagers, and honestly, at this day and age, even 10-year-olds go through that, and it's sad, but um, it's, in my late teenage years, like 17, junior, 18, senior year, when I became spiritual, and I was like, hold on, going to school for eight years and almost probably being more than $200,000 in debt and then working 40 more years after that for 60 to 80 hours a week isn't me. And I told that to my family and it was crickets. And it was, 
and you know they were like well what are you gonna do instead um and like being threatened to be kicked out and on the streets and stuff like that my thing is i already did my grieving over that i already did my crying over that i already grieved over who i thought my family was and like which was supportive and they weren't or who i thought i was going to be and um and i've already gone through like them trying to manipulate with like we only want what's best for you because like i love you like yes like kicking me out and forcing me to go to school um well going to school or being kicked out on the streets <laughs> as an ultimatum is really making me see how much love you have for me but i use lack of support to fuel and achieve to fuel me achieving my biggest dreams because being in a victim mindset of anything will only first of all prove the people right and make you question your own value worth and decisions and i already spent too much time doing that so it's like okay like if you're not going to support me first of all you're going to watch me succeed and second of all like i don't need that like i told you i told you in the beginning it's you versus you it's not me versus them it's not me versus like like it's me versus me like if i get out of my head and don't let myself fall back don't let myself become a victim like cool i'll just cut off whoever like i'll be the first trust me i'll be the first person to cut a person off i recently cut off a best friend i had for eight years why because she's narcissistic i didn't even feel comfortable telling her that i'm a i podcast like and this is what i dropped out of school to do because i knew she would judge me and tell me it wasn't realistic like she she does it to all people close to her her sister her girlfriend like i don't need that judgment i don't need her i don't need that um i don't feel guilty don't feel guilty about doing what you need to do to protect your peace if they don't understand like that's very telling um you're better off without them anyways and i feel like as you kind of get these ideas and understand these concepts about like okay like i need to do what's good for me like i can't i can't spend time feeling bad because number one these people probably wouldn't feel bad for me and number two like I don't got time to change people and make people see like I don't got time like it's not waiting for me it's me versus me like if I let these people walk all over me I'm gonna be in the same situation forever and most of the time like these these kind of people with these kind of vibrations and beliefs will come around again and you'll kind of be tested to see if you've really grown so I want to do a little story time so last weekend while I was why I was out of town um was because I had to go to my um aunt and cousin's house because I just we I had stuff to do over there. And I took the bus because there was just no one who could drive me. I mean it was like three hours away, so nobody was gonna drive me three hours and drive back and then come back to pick me up. So I took like one of these like little mega buses or greyhounds, like like one of those like coach type buses. And I met this guy and we met like when we were boarding the bus so naturally we just like i invited him to sit next to me because he like asked my number law and um very quick like he okay so i guess to give the general sense of the whole encounter and like the whole three hours with him like we had a very good conversation or conversations um very good conversationalist i can hold a conversation if you can hold a conversation like it was never dry never boring i didn't feel like sleeping like i didn't feel like telling him to stop talking to me like it was great but i didn't i don't like his morals i don't like 
what he stands for. I don't like, um, there's just certain things I don't like. And, okay, so my birthday, well, the time of this recording, my birthday is on this Sunday. So I met him a week ago, which was a week before my birthday. And he offered to take me out for my birthday. (laughs) And basically, I noticed that this was the past repeating itself. And I'm going to explain why right now. So in my episode about, um, well, more specifically self-love, because I talked about um, not knowing my worth and everything, but I talked about my narcissistic, um, my last partner who was really narcissistic. And I noticed that this was very identical. So the first time I ever hung out with my narcissistic partner was on my birthday a year ago. And so that was one similarity. So when one of the first things we talked about was therapy, because I told him I'm not in school, but if I were to have had had a degree, I would have been in psychology. I took psychology courses, never got the degree, never graduated, not interested in it. But I was like, I would like to be a therapist. And even like, not even like that far i just like knowing how the mind works i am so interested i love like sigmund freud like i love like all like, I, I love philosophers like i love psychology of anything having to do with human behavior and he was like oh so you must know like you know a little bit about therapy and therapy terms and stuff and i was like yeah and he was like oh can you explain to me like what a narcissist is and when I, he asked me that i like did the biggest eye roll i did the biggest sigh i was like oh my god because Whenever I hear the word narcissist now, I just think of, like, my last partner because that was my, like, first ever narcissistic experience. And I I, I basically explained to him what the term was. And another, like, similarity that he had between me and my last partner was I called my last partner a narcissist. I didn't know what the word narcissist meant at the time. I just thought it was somebody who was, like, conceited and, like, um talked about themselves a lot and was very like cocky and like i would always say i was a narcissist because i'm a leah rising and i talk about myself all the time like i always say i look good i always say i'm the hottest in the room like because <laughs> that's just my mindset like i don't mm, sorry not sorry not sorry actually like i'm gorgeous like i'm maddie perez like i don't you know what i mean so so i kind of thought that's what it was and like i guess in a way yeah like they definitely think like they're the best in the room whatever but i mean it's more than that is what i'm saying i kind of thought like that was just like what it was so my last partner was like that like always talked about himself talked about how good he was like always talked about oh i get these many girls all these girls want me so bad like i can have anybody i want um you know like stuff like that so but it doesn't it doesn't matter so i called my last partner a narcissist one time because he just kept talking about himself like in an annoying way like kind of just like okay like i get it so i was like oh my god like you're such a narcissist and he was like what's that i was like you don't know what a narcissist is not that i knew but like he never heard the word before and neither did this guy and like i said like me and this guy like when i hung out with my ex the last time um he was it was on my birthday and this guy wanted to take me on my birthday so many times and this guy was like oh like i was like what have you been called a narcissist before and he was like yeah like yeah i could tell it was like an ex-girlfriend or like something like some some partner you know so it's like cool like you know that was in the back of my head too i was like but as we were going through the narcissistic like traits i was going through it with him it didn't seem like he was like maybe he has traits that i just 
don't know but he wasn't like a full-blown narcissist like you know but he had a lot of like trauma from like childhood and like he's very judgmental he was a virgo so i knew he was judgmental but like to a crazy crazy point like very paranoid very doesn't go out homebody very um yeah but like i said earlier i didn't like his morals so he it was it was so i'll just tell you like the main thing is he's homophobic and absolutely not like when he told me that like and when i say homophobic like i know homophobic people like i went to school like i met them like you you just meet them and like they're kind of just like you know like uh, i don't really you know i don't really like but this man like hates was like i hate i was like oh no 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 um and he basically he backed out with like religion purposes he wasn't even christian like it was this whole religion i've never heard before in my life um he he was like yeah like it's just weird i we don't know like no 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 he, he even asked me like do you have gay friends like are you gay i was like first of all not you asking me my sexuality like <laughs> when i just met you but like things like that and the thing with my narcissistic ex is he was also homophobic but okay i told i told this man this man that i'm on the bus with i told him this i was like you know like if you like a year ago because we started talking about my narcissistic ex because he was like you know like when was your last relationship and then you know whatever and the thing with this i was like so a year ago when i was with my narcissistic partner i was in my like i can fix anybody like whoever comes into my life that's like a really bad person like a negative person like a crappy person like i'm meant to fix because like i'm light and i'm love and like i'm good so why would i attract someone if i'm good and i need to fix them so that was kind of like my whole ideology with like my last partner it's like yeah like he's homophobic but like you know like gay people aren't fucking bad like my best friend is gay like i'm i'm not even straight but like (laughs) but i was like yeah so that was but this time i was like no like i'm not no 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 like and the thing is like i don't like i don't even want to get into this right now like maybe i'll make it another episode but like using god or religion to back like shitty morality is ridiculous like my thing is i hate i hate that because like just because you're a part of an organization doesn't mean you have to believe everything that they say like i was catholic for so long and like when because i went to catholic school for like 13 years so like when you're growing up it's literally just like jesus loves you jesus like or and god created animals and grass and trees and like sunny run around go to church type stuff and then i grew up and like everything was a sin like gay people gay marriage gay kissing like gay sex like or using protection using condoms using birth control or watching pornography or um masturbation or just any like everything was just a sin and i was like child so at first i was kind of like you know like i don't agree with that i don't agree with that but i'm still catholic i don't agree with that but i'm catholic i agree and then after like years like when i became like really spiritual i was like i like why am i calling myself a catholic i don't agree with like 60 percent of church teachings like so i don't even associate with organized religion because yeah but people think or even like political parties like you don't have to like the candidates of the party just because you're part of that i know so many people who just don't like their candidate but are still like i'm in this party i just don't like the candidate i like i don't support them like don't 
don't call me like <laughs> you know like if they do something that's like crappy don't call me because i i don't like them like my thing is again with the whole like what i was just saying about parents being like well this is how i was raised so if i'm traumatizing you it's because my mom traumatized me like no like you're old enough to make your own decision like you're old enough to like step out like you don't have to be you can still be religious and not say that gay people are go to hell or gay people aren't accepted or gay people are it's wrong to be gay like okay like you were raised by racist parents like damn like you're old enough to know like we're in 2022 like we don't have like oh like i just can't so um that's really what turned me off and i'm not gonna like go hang out with him or anything like um i mean he was attractive like physically but like when you have really bad morals and really bad like ideologies beliefs no oh and then he also was like um you know i don't like spirituality because first of all i literally told him i was spiritual in the beginning of our conversation because he was like oh like are you religious and i basically told him i just told you like i was catholic and now i'm just spiritual and he was like oh like i hate spirituality i was like what do you mean he was like tarot cards the whole believing in the universe like we were taught when he says we like the religion and mind you, he wasn't even born into this. He converted like five years ago because some, he, <laughs> I don't, uh, okay, fuck, I'm just going to tell. So basically he used to work at this homeless shelter and there was this like um, homeless man that kept coming up to only him and was like, man, you got to hear it. Like it, it, so the religion is like a cross between Jehovah Witnesses, Muslims, and Judaism Jehovah Witnesses in the sense that they just like go up to people and like start kind of preaching like join this join this like oh my god listen like listen 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 like it was like that and then he converted so to me I'm just kind of like dude come and and his life before that was like really 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 bad and like he doesn't even fully practice all the beliefs and teachings because he's like well I'm young and like people you know anyways um what was I what was I gonna say dude i don't even know my point is i'm not even giving him like i'm but i even in the mo oh he doesn't believe in spirituality yeah he was like all that stuff is witchcraft like we were taught that that was witchcraft so i can't mess with you if you do like tarot cards like and i was so aback like i was taken aback by like all he was saying like because he seemed like when we were talking like when we were outside hopping on the bus he seemed so nice and like i i look <laughs> i wasn't even i wasn't even looking at him i wasn't like oh my god he's cute like i want to have a conversation with him but like he like started talking to me and i was like okay he's kind of cute so i'm so i manifested him to come over because he didn't like sit next to me you know like we talked for like three minutes outside i really liked the conversation i thought he was really fine we went on the bus he didn't sit next to me i was like child you know i'm manifesting you to come over here so you know just some quick little affirmations he came over and I invited him to sit next to me because I always get what I want in my reality. But child, anyways, so <laughs> my point is like in the moment, like when he was saying this stuff, like like f spirituality, like my ex was like that. Like when I, I remember, like I pulled out tarot cards. He was like, he, I remember he looked at the cards. He was like, no, like you don't do this stuff. But then like I don't know, I I like he, my ex like accepted it. Like he was like, oh my god, like huh. But, <laughs> but this guy this guy was like no f that f gay people f this i'm done like people this people even like he was really discriminatory discriminatory towards like a certain group of people which i'm not gonna say like i'm not like i i could like talk about this for hours like what i didn't like about him and like 
like I said, if this was a year ago, I would have been like, oh, like he can change. I can give him a chance. Like he's attractive though. I'm not, I was like, no, like I'm not doing this. So me, I gave this man my number. Like we texted the first couple of times. It was literally a week. Like I could have just been like, oh, you know what? I'll just go hang out with him for my birthday. I'll get the free gift. Like I'll get the paid date, whatever. But the text conversations were dry, 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 dry. I was like, I'm not even going to edit. I can't even entertain. Like it was, I only had to entertain it for five days. I was like, well, actually, it's been like, it's not even a week since I met him. But I was like, child, uh, actually, no, I met him a week ago today. But <laughs> longest week of my life, I stopped texting him like two days ago. I was like, I'm not doing this. I don't even like who you are morally. Like, why would I entertain this? So the, the lessons come around again. Like, it, 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 it was a week, a week, almost a week to the day or almost a year a week from a year to the day that was just confusing but basically a year ago i was in the same situation and like obviously back then i didn't know i didn't know my last partner was a narcissist when i met him i didn't know i didn't even know he was homophobic when i met him this man the the thing with this is the universe showed me straight up like there was no hiding like this man basically told me he told me he was being he called he told me that he was called a narcissist before you know he told me um he hates spirituality he told me he's homophobic like straight up like i didn't have to spend months with this man before i found all this stuff out like i found out right away so i think the universe was kind of like girl we're giving like there's no surprises this time you don't have to go through the trauma again like you can just like we're giving you straight up like let's see how you do so yeah i was like universe you're not slick i see the same pattern i see who it is i see my last partner in this man like come on now come on now i grew okay a year is long enough i grew and i was just like well i mean he's attractive but i already have an sp that i want so first of all i'm not even looking at him but even if i didn't it's like like i i don't know like i don't need that i don't need that like that's what it is i deserve i deserve better and i'm not gonna settle just because it's what's available right now i know that if i'm patient like damn if i'm patient i will get what i want because i always do um but yeah so with that little story time it's just basically me saying stop using your past to justifying staying in bad relationships or patterns like i don't like when i see girls like oh like i've never had a good guy maybe i just can't i will never find good love i don't deserve a good guy maybe this type of guy or this type of job this type of money this type of support is all that i'm good for all that i'm worthy for my whole thing on that is if a bad person can get your best why can't a good person get your best like i hate like really seeing like i have a best friend who just like she's always like in relationships and like she knows just like my whole friend group is always on her ass about it but like she just has a lot of trouble saying single and like when she does get a good guy a guy that the whole group actually likes she breaks up with him so fast like after a month or two and then she stays with like really toxic guys for like almost a year and i'm just like girl and for her it's like it's just boring or he's just too nice and like that type of stuff and like i understand like when you go from like toxic to non-toxic it's a major shift like going from a narcissist to no narcissist and like um like you not having to put in effort you know like with a narcissist it's like no matter what you do it'll never be good enough like i know going from that to like 
you just being with me is good enough or I'll actually pay for you or I'll actually treat you nice or you know it's okay if you don't we don't have to hang out every day or every week and like if you're busy if we if I can't see you for two weeks because you got to focus on work and school like that's a big shift I don't blame my friend and like I don't blame anybody but it's like you you don't have to be scared like you can have it you deserve it and like that's why I say like get cocky like fuck yeah I deserve that like who the fuck like duh like where have you been like why are you here I'm not saying like be rude to them but like be rude to toxicity be rude to shitty stuff like who the hell do you think you are like being toxic to me like I deserve the best and I'm gonna get it and then when you get the best like treat it with love and treat it with kindness and respect because you deserve it and yeah so that's all I have for you guys today um I don't know how else you know what I mean like it's just one of those things where it's like I think eventually you're just gonna get tired and sick of like I think like my friend I think she's just gonna get tired and sick of shitty guys and always turning away good guys and like just not you know some people never grow out of it some people just stay toxic for life and some people you know change so I hope that's for her and I hope that's for anybody listening to this that can relate to all of that and yeah that's all I have for you guys today so thank you for tuning in and listening and I love you all so much and I'll talk to you next week and yeah bye